0: Uh, this is for close of business on Friday. Suggestions are both inform- uh, for information and it's time sensitive. All right, We begin with the breaking news, uh, 8.30 Central Standard Time. Uh, the Dow future shows a positive uptick at 0.79% and slightly rises as Wall Street tries to build on the winning streak. And this is, uh, this is what the futures market is indicating. Uh, nothing great, but a uh, slightly uptick. While looking at in Asia, July the fifth at eight thirty p.m. Central Standard Time, we see that the Asian shares were mixed. World Health Organization said that more than two hundred thousand cases were confirmed over a twenty-four hour period. And the bigger problem, I think, is the tensions between Washington and Beijing. As Reuters was reporting over the weekend, the two U.S. aircraft carriers were sent to the South China Sea during the Chinese government drills in the. South China Sea. The South China Sea is a disputed territory where we have a major problem that China is claiming majority share in in the sea area, uh, which is shared by Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, and the Philippines. So that's a major concern. So the US uh, is the only one that can protect those Southeast Asian nations. Market direction depends on the COVID versus the economy. What do we mean by COVID? If there are more cases, more deaths, more closures of business, if the vaccine is delayed, if there are bankruptcies, then obviously the market will start going down, as we had seen previously. Uh, However, if there is positive vaccine news, positive economic news, if the Federal Reserve starts pumping uh, money into the economy and there are stimulus packages, uh, obviously the economy will start to move. So that's the battle that we have been facing for the last little while and is going to continue. We look at the global side, The on the world basis, you have half a million deaths. <clears throat> In the US, you have 131,000. In Canada, 8,674. These are not just dot numbers. These are people actually having passed away because of the disease. China, we whatever figure they give you, you know, it's a, it's a lie. They continue to lie about all kinds of things. So we <clears throat> don't concern ourselves too much with that. The TSX 10-day 30-minute chart is 2,500 points away from the 52-week high. There's a 600-point range <clears throat> in the last few days. It ended modestly low on Friday after a lackluster session as investors did not make any Uh, major moves. And the reason, one of the reasons is that uh, you had two holidays there, July the 1st and July the 4th. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens this week. From a banks, you see all the banks are negative. And uh, the perception here is negative based on the perception that COVID will slow down the economy, which will impact the banks. And we have seen this before. We've seen this story before. Uh, The banks are one day not in favor couple of days later, they are in favor, and so on and so on. So we make some money on knowing that the banks are fairly stable. Uh, the only challenge was with CM when they changed the uh, some board members, some management team members, and uh, that caused uh, C, uh, CM to have a hiccup. But uh, we expected it to turn around. Royal Bank, last week the range was 90. 94 is tightened now. Look at the blue lines. 92, 93, that's where it's been the last few days. Uh, We expect this to either go up uh, towards the 94, uh, based on the economic news that may come out next week. We'll have to look at that. TD pretty much the same. TD is trading in a tighter range, 60, 62. Actually, in the last few days, it's only been 61. See the blue line? And the bottom red line has only a dollar there in change, moving up and down. CM, we have, we, if you own the stock and when it went down to 89, 90, if you didn't add to it to reduce your cost, that's okay because uh, it is going through this this uh, doubt and unbelief by investors that CM is not a great bank, but it is. It's one of the highest uh, dividend payers and you need to hold on it and don't take no unnecessary loss. Like I said, uh, right now, banks are not in favor. It'll come back in a little while. Just be patient. Gold futures, 1,787. That's an $80 range. Gold prices are flat. And Friday, is upbeat economic data from China and uh, U.S. Spurred fresh optimism for economic recovery. Again, there were good job reports, 4.8 million jobs in the U.S., and then a revised uh, May jobs figure of 2.7, and uh, the service sector in China produced a pretty good results. So those that news pushed gold uh, little uh, up a little bit in the early on the first, and then came down after the COVID uh, news came out. So that's the battle gold is facing. Uh, we looked at the gold stocks in the last three months. Gold was up almost 10, 9.5 uh, percent. Uh, ABX 26%, AEM 35%, FNV 21 or 22%, and uh, WPM almost 50% up. So gold tends to pull these stocks up. So, and because we are having this COVID versus economy, gold will move up and down and you have the opportunity to take some profit on stocks like this. Last week or the week before we said FNV had a tight range or that had, had a range of 174, 180, uh, in fact it was really down to 172, 171. But anyway, we had a tight range there and we looked at 186 as possible upside the blue line. So we said track goal, wait for a pop-up. That's what we said uh, for F&V. Uh, it did pop up, and it popped up pretty good. It moved from uh, 176 all the way to 192 a $15 range, patient space. So if you, if you take some time and effort and look at the gold market and look at these particular stocks, you will get an ability to make a few dollars here and there, depending on the news that comes out. So in this case, quite a few people made a pretty decent return. Crude oil. Forty dollars. All prices fell on Friday, uh, based on the coronavirus, and it remained on track because of the good economy. So that's the balance again. We are fighting. We are seeing that the the bulls and the bears are fighting over uh, whether COVID is more important or the economic stimulus is more important, things like that. All right. Enbridge, nothing much here. Forty fifty to forty two fifty. Uh, indicators are flat, somewhat. Possible Magde Cross, but uh, they have resumed partial operation of the Line 5, dual pipeline. I think the east side of the west side, I think the east side is where the approval got. The west side, they were having some challenges. I'm sure Enbridge will sort that out, and it will go back to its uh, 44 mark down the road. Suncor, not much activity, 22, 24. Uh, it's all flat here. Uh, probably negative uh, magnetic cross possible. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, 2270 is what it closed. GIB, be patient with this. We said 87.91. It came down, well, below 84 <laughs> and then moved back now to 87, 86 plus. So the new range is 85, 88. But uh, if you're holding the stock, be patient, don't dump it. Uh, it will move towards 88 and 89, possibly over the short time. The platinum portfolio of June 24th suggestions. And you can see CP, we made $9. TIH, we made $2. Uh, CTCA, Canadian Tire, another $250. IFC, uh, $2. We're holding BMO, CNR, we made $4. BAM, we're still holding that. TRP, we continue to hold it at 58.50 and TD at 60. So these are all holes, and uh, these are good companies, quality companies. We expect them to perform in the next little while. And so although we made, already made $19.50 uh, on these shares, imagine if you had uh, even 200 shares and you times that by uh, $20, you were made 40 grand. Okay, so that's pretty good. So we expect these to go on. TA Module 1 Support and Resistance is uh, at 9 o'clock at Wednesday, July the 8th. For those who are in the East, yeah, I know it's a little late for you guys, uh, but uh, if you need a link uh, recorded version, let us know. They'll take care of you. All right, here is something that I uh, got pretty upset to some extent because if you look at the top left-hand corner, 10 Canadian equity mutual funds that have outperformed their peers, the top ten. Okay, this was produced by Morningstar Canada report June 29th, published in the Global Mail. The red lines, you paid the mutual fund fees for them to lose your money. Add inflation and you're a major loser. Now uh, look at these charts here, look at this uh, red box. You see the year-to-date return negative eight, negative eight, negative eight, negative nine, negative five, negative 10, negative 12, 11, I mean just ridiculous returns. And here's the cost, 1.1, 1.29, 1.0, these are the known costs. There are other additional costs that you don't know that is the trading costs and so on and so forth that uh, mutual fund guys churn those shares to make commissions. So, based on this, let's take the best one: Royal Bank Trend Canadian Equity Fund. They lost 4.94%. We add the cost of a 0.1 1.06. We add inflation at 2.5, which is really low. I think it's higher than that. uh Total loss will be 8.5%. So, on 100,000, you've lost 8,500. Now, I'm st- Showing you this so that you will tell your friends and uh, relatives. I'm not. I'm not asking the pitch train to invest. I'm just telling you to suggest to them. They have to change their ways. They can't leave their money, their hard-earned money, the inheritance for their children, uh, in these stocks. Come on. This is really. By the end of this year, this will almost double. And uh, it's sad to watch people uh, lose their money. So I leave it to you. If you need to take a copy of this, capture of the screen, and you can show it to your friends and your family. And hopefully uh, it will be a, something that they need to really think about. All right, that's all we have for right now. So we expect uh, some volatility next week, uh, most likely to the downside because of the coronavirus uh, news that's hitting the airwaves, uh, but you never know uh, what the governments may come up with some uh, stimulus package to mitigate the risks. So that's all we have for now, and we'll talk to you soon.